Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Hello and welcome to the Walker Retail Ranger podcast for Sunday, February 4th, 2024. I am Walker, a.k.a. the Retail Ranger. So, uh, last week we ended the podcast. I went downstairs and uh, Chef Liz was down there making some incredible chicken tenders. As we all know, she's an incredible home cook, not a chef. Um, We were watching the football game. I was kind of on and off of uh, Facebook. There's a community group allegedly um, a private group of citizens in the county that I live in I think it numbers about 5,000 um, and let me just say too uh, it's a small town I love it we've been out here 20 something years love the logistics of the place love the people um, I do not like the keyboard warriors uh, digital Carls and digital Karens that tend to be out there uh, there's a saying here in this county that if you want to know what somebody else is doing, ask somebody. Um, and I know it's like that in a lot of small towns, and that's fine. Um, and the digital crap that people put on there, it is what it is. Um, what bothers me is when people tell mistruths on there or don't do anything actually about it. Um, part one of the podcast today, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, second part, I'm going to talk about an experience that happened to my youngest daughter, that was unbelievable, um, and I think the third part of the podcast today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lighten it up and tell a little story about Lady Muffin of Midlothian. All right, here we go. So Sunday, we're watching the game. I'm fiddling around on Facebook. I go on this private group to see what's going on, and all of a sudden, my store pops up on there, the retail establishment that I manage. Uh, some dude claims that he bought some milk jugs that had some black spots on them. And, of course, he determined that they were mold and my people were too lazy to clean off milk jugs. It's fine. That's his reality. Um, My reality is that milk jugs come from a dairy. Um, There's a lot of human interaction involved with getting those milk jugs onto the shelf where Carl can come pick them up and then go complain about them online. Um cool thing is i will say like there was one comment on there hey if you speak to the manager he's a nice guy he really cares um let him know what's going on i'm sure they'll take care of it that got the most likes so that kind of gave me a little bit of comfort but this dude continued to rail on and several other people piled on and i can't sit here and tell you that their experiences they've had didn't contribute to their opinions to this new uh whatever that Facebook thing is called, thread. But the amount of people that actually told stories that were inaccurate uh, was was disheartening. And I guess when they start attacking my people, that's when I, I get most upset. Yeah, I mean, we all have bad days. Sometimes you can go into a store and it's not where you want it to be. I totally get that. That's, that's reality. That's life. It's retail, especially the last couple of years. But to attack people personally is just... I don't know. I just think it's kind of wussy. Um, this the gentleman that started the post claimed a couple times that he tried to speak to me, but I was unavailable. Like try to make it sound like I wouldn't come speak to him. Now the reality was I was probably gone for the day. I think one day was my day off, and one was uh, I had left for the day. But he never made any 
attempt to contact me via email or phone or nothing. So, I mean, that just tells you how he really just wanted to be heard. Um, and the funny thing is, as we were sitting there eating that dinner Sunday night, I was kind of paying attention to that. And then all of a sudden I got a phone call from our maintenance guy who isn't specific to my store. He's got like, I don't know, 80 stores he works in. But he calls me. He says, hey, are you aware of what's going on on Facebook? Because uh, one person had even com- commented that the doors in their dairy department don't even close, um, which is inaccurate. There's a door that you have to push tighter than others. Uh, but that was kind of upsetting him because that's his gig. Um, so he called me. My boss ended up sending me a text with the uh, a screenshot of some of the thing that was, or some of the comments that were on there, asking me if I had any insight to it. And I told her I was paying attention to it. It's just typical county that I live in. Everybody likes to complain, but not do anything about it. Um, and then I got a text from my chiropractor, screenshot, same thing. I'm like, my God, this is really getting out of hand here. I can't comment on any of that stuff. Um, obviously because I work for a company, um, a B it doesn't do any good because people just live to one up people on those, um, forums and it's, it's not worth the battle, but the funny thing is some of the comments came from people. Well, most of them allegedly live in the county here and, uh, one in particular I know was complaining about management and training people and it's management's fault, blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, she used to be a retail manager and turns out I know for a fact, uh, her daughter has worked for us twice and you know, we've given her a chance first time, whatever issues, no longer working there, bring her back, same issues. We separated employment again. Um, but somehow I'm, the bad guy, you know, don't take ownership for the way you raise your kid. Uh, just putting that out there. Um, a lot of those folks, their kids work in my store. Probably half of the employees in my store are kids and their parents are some of the ones that are out there squawking about how bad the store is, but what part did their kids have in that? Uh, the most frustrating thing for me though, is the unchecked rumors that go on there. And the personal attacks on my people. I don't care if you talk smack about me, but getting my people all hot and bothered is is unacceptable. We're all just seriously trying to sell groceries. That's all it is, man. Um, matter of fact, that next morning, I had a couple of my associates. Did you see what they posted? I was like, yes, yes, I saw it. I said, unfortunately, we've caused some of that, or we own some of that because we we have had some rough patches. Um, but I said, I said, the good thing is we're on the right track. And I said, I'm pretty confident we're going to have some Carl's and Karen's coming in here today to see what all the buzz is. And you know what? Um, I know in our heart of hearts, we're doing the right thing. Store's definitely on the right track. I'm sure there was a lot of people in there. They were checking it out. Uh, of course, nobody came into defense of us on that, uh, forum, but that thing kind of died that it lasted a couple days on that Facebook post. Then they moved on to another uh, business here in the county. It's just business after business after business. It's just your turn. It's coming. Um, and I guess the the other part of it is, like, I live in this county. 
I am on the county roads every single day. I can't flip anybody off because I'm that manager of that store. I want to because we got some crazy drivers out here. But I'm also the guy that has a whole kit in the back of my Jeep with jumper cables, tools, and I'd be the first one to pull over and help you. And I know at some point I'm going to end up helping some of the people that are talking smack about my work family. And you know what? I'm, I'm the bigger person, so I'm not going to sweat that. But coming up in part two here. Oh, this got my blood boiling. That's why I'm doing it in a separate part. So there might be a little, maybe there's some kind of little intermission thing I can do. All right, here we go with part two. All right, so my youngest daughter um, busted her tail and saved up half the amount of cash to buy a 2022 Toyota RAV4 hybrid. Hybrid's very important to the story. Um, she bought that in 2022. Like I said, she put down half of it, which is insane to come up with that kind of money. I think it was a $40,000 car. So she, her tire sensor had come on and she brought it up to a dealership um, here in central Virginia, a Toyota dealership to get an oil change and I guess to get the tire thing looked at. Um, mind you, she works full time at a bank and then she works part time in the kitchen at a very uh, busy steakhouse um, on the weekend. So, I mean, she's constantly going. I think she works during the week sometimes too, but. Bottom line is she works a full-time and a part-time job, um, just out there hustling, doing her thing. And so she brings the vehicle in, and I think she was there at like 10.15 yesterday morning, and she ends up texting me, I want to say around 11-ish, 12-ish, that she was still at the dealership, and she had some concerns of what they were trying to sell her. And she sends me this uh, recommended invoice or recommended service invoice, and on it, um, I couldn't believe what I saw in there. I ended up telling her to get out of there. Just, just leave. And I ended up being a, a good father. And I went and took care of some of the issues that they claimed were with her vehicle. So mind you, it's a 2022. It's got 40,000 miles on it. Uh, one of the things, just to start this, was they wanted to replace her air filter for $51. Um, quick Google search. Uh, I figured no more than 20 bucks. I went to Walmart and a Fram air filter for her car was $15. So let's just start there. Uh, I have in front of me the air filter that was on her car. Uh, I've seen worse. Um, but what really got my goat was the technician sent her a video recommending that based on the carbon buildup on said air filter, uh, and he showed it, um, he highly recommended a throttle body cleaning for the low, low price of $127. And I started thinking about it more and more. I was like, man, carbon buildup, throttle body, the air filter is at the beginning of the cycle. The air comes from outside through this filter into this tube and then goes into the throttle body, which then mixes the air and gas, um, creating the carbon stuff like as it goes through the engine and coming out the exhaust. That's where your your carbon is. That black stuff on your tailpipe is the carbon. It doesn't work the other way. 
It doesn't like hiccup carbon to the outside of the air filter. So dude was a hundred percent taking advantage of my daughter, which pisses me off. Number one. Um, I'm not getting on Facebook and posting about this while I am complaining about it to my audience. It's just a day in the life of retail ranger. Cause I'm also a father. Okay. Um, the other thing that was mind blowing was 40,000 miles on this car, 2022. Um, he recommended because her brake fluid was low. He recommended a brake fluid exchange. 161 smackaroos. I have owned 20 cars minimum in my lifetime. One of the worst financial decisions I've ever made. Why I still have to work. Part of the reason. I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life had a brake fluid exchange done on any vehicle. I've had new vehicles, 30-year-old vehicles. Never. The only thing I've ever done is add brake fluid from time to time. Her brake fluid that was in that car because it's only a year and a half old, was perfectly clean. Perfectly. I mean, it was still like clear looking or yellowish. It wasn't even dark doo-doo brown like mine is in my car. Five bucks at Advanced Auto Parts for a thing of brake fluid. So I got $15 for an air cleaner and five bucks for brake fluid, right? So she had a nail in one of her tires. Um, the guy... the the technician claimed that there was a nail in two tires, which Liz and I were talking odds of getting one nail in one tire. Yeah, get it. Odds of having two nails in two tires. I, I don't ever, I've never had that happen. And, and I've got millions of miles on my driving due to my young age and a tire repair kit at Walmart costs 10 bucks. And you pull the nail out. There's a, uh, a raspy looking thing. You poke that in there to make the hole a bit bigger and rough. You take this piece of rubber, put it on a, another T handle, slap it in there, pull it out, trim it. Boom. Done. Um, 10 bucks. Now I bought her a spare one to put in her vehicle for future use. Um, but I could not find the second nail. So, and I looked, I mean, obviously it's my daughter, so I'm not going to take chances. I was driving that car back and forth, back and forth, looking at every square inch of the tire, couldn't find the second one. But the funny thing is I repaired her one tire with my kit that I had in my Jeep that I would use to help anybody in my community. As long as you don't complain about my milk jugs. Um, I didn't even need to use hers. Her kit's in there. So technically it was kind of free because I already had the parts. So we're talking 20 bucks for $459 worth of stuff. Plus... The throttle body cleaning, I've done my share of cleaning throttle bodies. Um, uh, there's a spray. You take the air filter off the intake and you, tss, tss, while it's running, it goes, comes back up. Great impression. Thank you. Um, the other thing I was thinking about, hers is a hybrid. So that means there's a percent of the time that it's running on electricity versus the carbon producing carburetor throttle body thing. So that's even less likely that that stuff was required. And the, uh, the air filter, back to that, it's tougher to replace the air filter on my Jeep than it was to replace it on her 2022 RAV4. I mean, it was literally two little clips, slide, old, new, clip, clip, done. I mean, 15 seconds at the most. I probably could have stopped and, ah, anyways. But anyway, I'm saying, here's what I'm saying. This girl is out there 
killing it, just working two jobs, saving money, and some jerk at a dealership was literally trying to get $459 worth of unnecessary stuff done to her car. I mean, that's probably what her part-time job brings her in one week. So she'd have to work an entire week just because some jerk suggested this stuff be done to her vehicle. It blows my mind, but it's out there. And I guess all I'm going to say is dads out there and even moms out there, make sure your kids know something about vehicles or have a lifeline that they can text, call, and say, hey, does this sound right to you before they make that decision? Because I think they kept her, my daughter, at that dealership for hours, making her feel like there's a lot of stuff wrong with this vehicle. Then just kind of puts more pressure on her to get it fixed right then and there. So that really just kind of ticked me off. And uh, I'm not going to say who the dealership was because I'm not going to be that way unless I do something about it to them or tell them and then they don't respond properly. Then I might say who they are. But there's a big Toyota dealership in Central Virginia that you need to be aware of because there's a jerk that tried to take advantage of the retail rangers youngest and that's wrong part three coming up next so the other day i was outside having a smoke with a associate of mine and she was telling me how she's going to be getting a puppy here soon once it's old enough and of course it just brought me back to the dogs that i've owned in my life just thinking about them and there was one in particular that i had I think my oldest was just had just been born. Uh, we got a Shih Tzu, which, if that's your dog, fine. Um, they are, they are who they are. Um, but I remember I was working at Walmart at the time. I was a co-manager. I was pretty young. I was feeling pretty good about myself working for the world's largest retailer, kind of moving up. Um, had the tiger by the tail. Well, I was outside. Uh, it was my job to walk this dog every morning, so I'd, I put Lady Muffin of Midlothian, which was her pedigreed name, um, put her on her leash and take her outside. She'd do her little thing. And then uh, one day before work, I was I brought her outside, and she was doing number two. And, oh, Roddy must have heard this. And as she was pooping... It just it looked different. Uh, her not necessarily her poop. There was it looked like something was stuck. So you know, Shih Tzus have those big fluffy tails. I kind of pushed that to the side, and I saw a protrusion. Let's just say. So of course we wrap her up in a towel and bring her to the vet. Uh, the vet eliminates the protrusion. I guess uh, unprotrudes the the part. And gives us this cream that we have to apply daily, uh, maybe twice a day, if I, I can't remember. But I know it was pretty humbling to be uh, on top of the retail world, feeling good about yourself. And then you'd have to go outside in the morning and uh, rub ointment on a dog's nether region. Especially a Shih Tzu. Okay. Um, and it got to the point where, you know, we did it for like a week and it got to the point where, like, I'd go put her leash on. She'd start backing up to me like, hey. And I was like, hey, this has got to stop. Retail Ranger. You've been listening to 
Walker, Retail Ranger.